0: Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. Thank you for joining us for this half hour. Now, let's talk. And good morning and welcome to it. I'm Tracy Morganson. Nice to have you here with us today. This is our time that we get to talk to great professionals in and around the area about issues that are important to you. And we're going to focus on Butler Township today. And actually, this is our day that we typically have been talking with Jordan Grady with Community Development Corporation. So he, in in his stead, is Tom Knight with Butler Township, of course. So that's why we're going to focus on Butler Township today. But before we welcome Tom into the program, let me do get you all the different ways that you can listen. Because of course you can listen to us on the radio. Love you if you do it. Uh, But I know a lot of us have gone digital. So what has happened is you can go onto our website at WISR680.com. You can listen to us live. You can listen to this as the podcast of the day. Once we're all done, we'll post this on our podcast page. How you access that is you go to programs, Let's talk and then you'll look for the particular segment that we have for today. It'll be right there. The audio player opens up there for you. And you also have the option of Alexa powered devices. And then of course there's the app that you can put on your mobile device as well. So I think those are all the different ways. All right, let's do it. Tom, thanks so much for being here with me today. Appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me, Tracy.
0: Yeah, it's nice to talk to you. you. And and I, I chuckled because when you came in. We were talking pickleball off the air. And yeah. I did a whole segment, Tom, a whole show on pickleball.
1: Oh, I have no problem believing you could fill one.
0: I know, right, right? So we talked about pickleball a couple of times. We may talk pickleball again today. Yeah, <laughs> you fair never, enough. No, You never know. <laughs> All right, Tom, let's get to this. Uh, a couple of things I want to make sure that we cover. One, you have a community day coming up. And it's going to be in June. So we still have a few days of a month or, well, a few days until this happens. But give us some details on it.
1: So Community Day for Butler Township is being held June 29th uh, at the Vagabonds from 4 to 8 p.m. And it's a a opportunity for the public to come out and see some of the governmental departments, as long as some support vendors that are going to be present as well. And this year, we're actually partnering with the Butler County Chamber of Commerce uh, in holding their wellness uh, fair as well.
0: And, and again, Jordan, who uh, was able well, scheduled this particular time for us is also a part of the uh, Chamber of Commerce as well. So he has a lot of connection with that, too. So we appreciate him having you in yep. to talk about that. So let's talk about what's going to be at the Community Day. When you say governmental departments, what's that mean to you? Um, so kind of a
1: broad uh, representation of township services. Uh, The fire department will be present, police department will be present. We'll have some equipment there from Public Works for people to take a look at. Um, We're actually gonna be having, going back to pickleball, weather provided we're actually gonna have an outdoor pickleball demonstration. Uh, Some of the folks who are more um, Well versed and instructed. Pickleball savvy. You got it. You got it. Um, We're actually going to set up an outdoor court so that people can either observe, um, hopefully get involved, very low key. Mm -hmm. Uh, Since it is so popular, uh, there's always that segment of population that needs to see it, needs to understand it before Mm -hmm. they get involved. So, that'll be one of the items as well
0: and that's me and and i know a lot of people love pickleball and they take it seriously so i don't mean to you know it's just i don't know it you know i've never played it so i'm one of those people that would be on the sidelines trying to understand it so you know so i know how to play it and and get in there and and make a point you know how do you serve and how do you get this done so it's an interesting game so i'm glad that you're going to have that opportunity for people to be able to see it and participate a little bit
1: we are Yep. Yeah. Uh, elected officials will be on hand to answer any questions about the township as a whole. Um, certainly, any you know, any questions anybody has about any upcoming projects. We've had mm-hmm. a few that have gotten some 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 press time. Uh, some that are pending, and try to get a little better understanding of. What, you know where they're at in the development stage.
0: So being part of the press <laughs> here, at least locally, what sure. haven't we covered yet? Uh, you know, What are those stories that are still upcoming or, or those projects that um, you would like to make sure people know about?
1: Well, I think the recreation complex uh, at the Pullman site is probably the one that's gotten the most press time mm-hmm. that is still in the developmental stage. Um, We've had surveys conducted to try and get an understanding of, you know, what the general public is looking for for active recreation there, which is what this is: um, athletic field, uh, trail around the perimeter uh, for people to walk, jog. We are anticipating some more pickleball courts being installed there, um, and then, you know, filling up the the rest with what really the public sees as good active recreation opportunities
0: so that's Pullman but what other areas of the township are you working on what are the different efforts going on in the township right
1: now uh, so right now we're winding down with the Preston Park uh, construction mm-hmm. um, that project took vast majority of summer and fall and then there's restoration you know ongoing right now um, parks reopened um, all the Amenities that were associated with that construction project, uh, the new entrance, which is probably a big one. I'm going to take a shameless plug right now to know that we have a new entrance into that park. Uh, There was always the old brick and wrought iron Mm grates that were, you know, vegetation covered. And, and you know, there was a plan for those. That's now the entrance. The former entrance, which still has the same appearance of alignment, is actually exit only. So it's a one way loop through the gates, up the hill, you have parking on either side. And then as you exit back down to South Everhart, that is a one way exit flow.
0: Well, I'm glad you're explaining that because again, if you're so used to going into an entrance, yep. I'm sure there's plenty of signage there. But if you're not used to it, yeah. you may accidentally go in that. that yep. Section. And
1: that's that that's actually what's happened. Um, oh, okay. We, we, we do have some signage out there. Um it it it's new. Right? It's just getting used to having a new entrance. So,
0: right. Right. So again, we, we have a one-way flow through the whole entire thing. If we accidentally go in the wrong way, there's room, right? We can pull off or.
1: There, there is. Okay. Yep. There okay. is, there is room for it. Um,
0: Why do the one-way loop? Why not keep that entrance the same?
1: When we looked at the amount of space that we were going to be impacted by the project, looking to maximize parking space, diagonal parking is always your most efficient. Diagonal parking is most efficient when there's one traffic flow direction. So that's, that's how the whole, whole thing came around. The other limiting factor is the width of the gates. Right, the, the width of that gate is only 14 feet wide. So putting that into play as the entrance, you have a, a single stream. So making the one way loop around, maximize the efficiency of parking, lessen the area that was actually involved. Uh, and then gave people the opportunity at the bottom of the hill to have a Y, which if anybody's you know familiar with the configuration, now you have a dedicated right turn, dedicated left turn.
0: Oh, so you can be safer when you're when you're driving out of the location. Much safer, absolutely. Yeah. How's that? Has that been well received?
1: Uh, I think it's been well received. Uh, we have had a handful of you know
0: comments or yeah, yeah calls yep, or yep, yeah, no about doubt the, about it. Yeah, and uh,
1: absolutely. Again, it's new with the park being primarily closed for the vast majority of last year, no one really got a chance to acclimate to the new traffic pattern.
0: But I'm glad you're explaining it because there's always a reason why something has happened. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times Mm -hmm. we don't understand why something has been put in place. So to be able to explain it, I'm, I'm glad that you're, you're here to be able to, to, to explain that to folks.
1: Yep. Absolutely. In case they
0: have, you had a lot of people in the park since it's reopened? Actually it has been. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, we, this time of year, when the when the weather's starting to break, we have quite a few people that actually go there for lunch. So anywhere from, let's say, 1130 to 1 o'clock, you'll actually see quite a few people out there. But even mornings, um, I think the abundance of nice weather earlier than normal has really gotten people an opportunity to get out and about in the park. I think it's, uh, you know, something that's happened as a... As, the COVID protocols too. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I think people rediscovered that outdoor activity and made it more of a sense of importance. And when you've got miles of trails to take advantage of, it's going to be a, going to be a good draw for people.
0: How many miles do you have?
1: I think there's 3.2. Don't quote me on that right, specific, right, right, yeah. but mm-hmm. um, so it, it actually traverses two parks. You know, Preston is adjacent to Sawmill Run Park as well. So you're a hundred 80 acres total when you, when you add the aggregate area together. And there's trails sporadic all throughout.
0: Yeah. You said that the end date quite isn't here just yet for when that construction is complete. Do you have an end date is expected? Is it coming soon?
1: Um, my own expectation, as soon as there's nice green grass everywhere that was disturbed last year. Okay. Um, always hard to predict that. You know, typically you get more moderate weather in April and May, and we got more summery weather. So that's really slowed down some of the grass areas. Um, We've got a handful of caretaker items. Uh, We just had the last coat of asphalt put down two weeks ago. We just got new parking lines installed uh, with all the legend Mm -hmm. signage. Um, I think there'll be little manicuring items that'll be going on Probably throughout this summer, yeah. To be honest, but it's not going to be intrusive on the public using the park.
0: What's your thought of it? What's your thought of all the construction that's been done?
1: Good, I think. I think overall it was a it was a large improvement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think when you look at what a what a park is, one of the most important things you can do is be able to park at a park.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we
1: had no organized parking there, you know, previously. Um, not that circulation was bad for traffic, but the entrance road was barely wide enough for a comfortable vehicle to to traverse. So when you had two-way traffic, somebody's, you know, falling off the edge, getting out of the way. Um, I think overall what people are going to find is a fairly easy circulation once they get to the entrance now, the
0: new entrance. (laughs) The new entrance. (laughs)
1: Um, And I got to tell you, those old gates, they were the coolest feature out there. And to be able to put those into use as the actual Mm -hmm. entrances they were originally envisioned to be, that's, that's been a real good attribute.
0: Did you take the vegetation off? I mean, what's we it look did. like now?
1: We did. Uh, so one side, all the vegetation's been removed. The other side, so as you're on the entry to the left, that is in the process of, of being removed, um, more visibility. Okay. Uh, that's one of, the other, one of the other issues ongoing right now is the brick piers that form the structure of the, of the gates themselves, are so directly in line with South Edward Hart Road, you, you pass them, You're, you need that visual knowledge of of being able mm-hmm. to get into the entrance. So we're gonna be probably putting up a monument sign at some point, um, exactly where it's gonna be oriented, I don't know yet, but again, more reinforcing people to to find the entrance.
0: After this reconstruction effort is done, any other work Aside from what you're describing there, any other work going into Preston Park?
1: Uh, we are, so we actually just ran some new electric service um, towards the Arboretum, the grass area, and, you know, in and around the, the, the pine trees to actually host movies there this year. Oh, okay. So we're pending the dates on those, but we're anticipating a June, July, and August evening movie visit at the park.
0: Will this be like a, a drive-in scenario or be, just bring oh, your- Bring your own chair and sit out on the grass. Scenario. You
1: got it. That's okay. exactly it. Yep. Okay. Yep. It'll be it'll be held in that grass area. You can bring folding chairs, blankets, whatever. Um, Armstrong um, is providing the the outdoor screen for us, so they're you know big big collaborator on this effort, and we'll be announcing them very soon.
0: Oh, that'll be fun, yeah. especially still yeah. because we are in a phase of the pandemic. We can't really say it's over yet. So, you know, so it's an opportunity to still get outside, you can get your little, not that you'll be making circles out there, but you know, (laughs) at one time, everybody was getting those white circles and that's where your party sits, but you can get your own space and be able to, to enjoy uh, I don't know popcorn. Do we? We have to bring our own food, don't we? You
1: do have to bring oh, your own food. Come I won't, on, Tom. I won't, I won't
0: guarantee we may we may yet have popcorn available. Okay, all right. Get get a food truck or something out there. We'll get something. <laughs> get something out there. Yeah. So that'll be fun at Preston Park. Okay, so Preston Park undergoing these these great renovations. Do you have any other renovations in store as we go throughout the next year, next couple? What what are you setting your sights on?
1: I think we're really setting our sights on more the active recreation um i think that that was a a hot button item that the township commissioners really wanted to get more involved in um i fully embrace it you know they they throw out ideas and it's up to me to make them happen um staff has really supported that effort as well so looking at what properties we have right now and maximizing you know those properties Mm -hmm. already in place that's probably the biggest goal right now um branching out uh, nothing nothing concrete yet
0: yeah nothing that we can break here in, in the way of news about Pullman let's go back to Pullman for a second okay I know you're still in the development stage we are I, I I understand that but anything that we can bring to the public on what you're expecting timelines anything um what is going in that's always the big question is what is going in in that sure, area
1: sure sure uh One of the biggest items that we're working through right now is in conjunction with PennDOT to realign the traffic pattern. Okay. Um, I think anybody's familiar or familiarity with the on-off ramps to to Armco Drive, they're cumbersome. Um, They're not, they're no longer adequate for the size of commercial traffic. So what we're proposing is a perpendicular intersection there, a true four-way stop. Uh, would involve some realignment of Whitestown Road. It would involve building new Armco Drive Road that would intersect with Hollywood Drive. And then having that form like a T intersection to accommodate commercial circulation as well as recreation users.
0: At Um, that same intersection, am I imagining a whole new intersection or are you thinking to recreate or restructure just that one intersection that's already in place. Yeah. So the Hanson, the
1: Hanson Avenue component will be just restructuring what's in place, plus the perpendicular intersection replacing the current on-off ramps. Yeah.
0: Right. Okay.
1: Um, the internal circulation is mostly extending Armco Drive to intersect at Hollywood Drive and then tying that. Hansen Intersection. I'm starting to fumble around with these directions. I know right?
0: <laughs> we need a map <laughs> for the visual a radios. And, I, and, yeah. I've got, and I've got one in my office,
1: and I'm probably just <laughs> hold it up to the glass. Maybe, right? yeah. um, so I, I, I think ultimately what it's going to do, it's going to really lessen um, a lot of the congestive flow between pedestrian, vehicle, and, and commercial, you because. Know, Cliff Steel is still a, a viable commercial destination. There's there's a lot of trucks coming in and out of there. We need to maintain that circulation. At the same time, we're increasing the amount of vehicles coming to enjoy the, the recreation amenities. So would
0: you have a separate lane for that commercial traffic versus local individuals that want to get to Pullman?
1: It would actually be three lanes.
0: Three lanes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we could separate that traffic. Okay. Yep. I understand. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it, it, it's... Uh, it's interesting on, on how all of that will develop. I'm just excited to see something go in that area. I think a lot of people are.
1: Yeah, I do too. Just because it's too. been
0: the way it has been for quite some time, and you just want to see that development continue. Because it stopped a while ago. Was it was it money? Was it finances?
1: So what we did is it down? We, we actually were clearing the way, um, trying to get some of the vegetation under control, mm-hmm. um, expose some of the buried treasure that's there. There's still a lot of concrete foundations there. There's still rebar impregnated concrete in in some areas certainly don't want equipment to drive over that Um, the soil pile that's there is actually for use at the at the facility okay that's actually that was actually hauled out of the Preston project so the hillside that had to be moved away to make way for the new road that's all sitting in that pile down there right now so, so that was the flurry.
0: When this would be finished, do you expect any other businesses to come into that long stretch? You know, whether we're talking about that immediate entertainment complex area or just the businesses that line that area.
1: You know what? I hope it increases traffic to where property owners take a real good look at you know business opportunities there. For sure. There's going to be people there. It's regional. Right? You know, it's... Mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm encompasses a, a large area. I would assume as it progresses, there'll be other league play, there'll be other players involved in, in utilizing everything that's gonna be there. So I hope it is a, a, a good jump start for people. I hope it's a good lead in for revitalization, for sure.
0: No interest yet, like no business is coming to you yet, just trying to get the feel, the lay of the land. At this point, or are they? Do you think that businesses are waiting to see what what happens with this entertainment? Area?
1: I, th- I think they're waiting to happen. To be honest, yeah. um, you look at the the the, the climate right now, mm-hmm. still coming out of protocol. Um, you look at financial stabilization. We hope financial stabilization. So I think people are really going to take a wait and see. I would I would I would anticipate if we were to get the go ahead this fall to start you're probably looking at a 14 to 18 month construction period.
0: Okay. So we're a little bit of way out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Tom Knights with us. I know we only have about uh, five, 10 minutes left with you. And you've mentioned before that you partner with the Chamber of Commerce quite a bit. Yes. I know that's not the only organization that you partner with, but I just wanted to get your thought process on the importance of partnering in this county. One of the things that we've talked about quite a few times on this program throughout the past year, And it isn't just because it's been the past year of the pandemic, but a lot of individuals will say, you know, we're partnering with this organization, or we've partnered with a couple of people to get the job done. And it it just seems to be the theme of Butler County, that we partner with each other to make sure that we see an end result. What's your take on that? Because in this situation, especially for community days, you're jumping in with the Chamber of Commerce on that.
1: Right. Uh, I think the go it alone mentality has some limited results, and when you can broaden the scope of uh, any particular event. You're going to find a more diverse group of people that may not have attended one part of the function because it was standalone, but because there's something else available, they're going to come in and give it a shot. Um, Sometimes it's hard to sell the governmental services to the public, right? And those that want to come out and, and, and see the township and, really get a good understanding from the, from the staff and and from the elected officials, they're going to come for that. It's more, um, coming in for all the wellness vendors to get an idea of, of what they have to offer scope of, of services. I think collaboratively as a whole, you're maximizing effort. You're maximizing your advertising. It's somewhat efficient, much more diverse, um, and it's, it's really well received, I think, when you have more than one organization coming together for one good event.
0: Let me ask you in the past year, I've asked this question again of many individuals that I've talked to organizations, but how was your past year in, in township government at that level? A lot of you know everybody was thrown up in the air and had to make changes upon changes upon changes as the news changed. Right? Um, are you all leveling out now at the township? Can you tell us about your past year? What what you all went through?
1: Yeah, I think the I think the constantly changing protocols. Um, you would hear, and this is something I'm gonna I'm gonna speak of for municipal government because every time you heard a new protocol come out or a new guideline come out, there was always that asterisk of. Well, does it pertain to municipal government or not? So you kind of, you had to tailor your guidelines on the fly to err on the side of caution, but still maintain that level of service. So as Butler Township, we did not have any layoffs. All of our, all of our employees remained. All of our services remained. Um, working in guidance to that, to, to provide the maximum safety that we possibly could, uh, obviously, the ex- exposures were still there. You had to navigate sometimes short shifts. Sometimes you had to navigate um, fewer employees at any one given time. Uh, we had, you know, different destinations where employees were reporting to for a while to try and maintain a- as best we could with the guidelines. Um, I think feedback wise, we, we made best on what we could do yeah. and, and still provide the, the services that were basically expected of us to do.
0: And where are you now? Where where are you looking as you go into 2021? It's it's an interesting time that we're living even in this month, this year, because it's that recovery period, if you will, right. even though we're not out of a pandemic. So it, it's that, that kind of yin-yang, where are we right now? Would you say that, that you're back to normal where you were pre-pandemic? Are you still also in that recovery mode like everyone else? Where do you think the township is right now?
1: I think we still have some recovery to do um certainly still watching what the impact are on on township businesses for sure um i think as as far as township services i feel real good that we we never had to not be able to provide anything at at an adequate level or or i guess an expected level Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people look for government to lead in times like this typically they look for you to be out of their lives and, and out of your business. But this was this was definitely a, a reversal of that. And recovery, I think, is going to be still a year away. I, I hate to say that, but you're going to see certain segments, certain businesses impacted longer than others, whether it's interruption to supply chains, whether it's employees. You know, you, you can't drive up and down Newcastle Road without seeing for hire signs everywhere. Right. Um, so I think there's going to be be still that transition um, ongoing for for a few more months, but certainly encouraged by what we're seeing.
0: How can the township officials help businesses? I know you have been helping in in certain ways, but Mm -hmm. how do you continue to do that?
1: I think we do that by making it a good atmosphere to do business in the township. Um, We try to promote new businesses as they open. We forward on. We don't have a huge social media presence. But what limited social media we actually do have, you know, if, if, if somebody's holding a, a grand opening or a grand reopening, try to pass that along. Um, I know a lot of people believe that, you know, municipal government goes out and recruits these businesses that come into your township. It's really not how it works. You know, everybody has to make their own demographic choice on what business will or will not, you know, be – brought into any particular township. So I think as long as you have a good environment, as long as people see that the township is a good place to do business, I think we'll continue to grow those businesses.
0: Interesting. So if a restaurant wants to come in here, would they have to approach you? You don't approach them? Correct. That's right. Interesting. Because we've heard, you know, a lot of individuals ask, why not this business? Why not this business? You know, why not this chain? Whatever it would be. Oh, yeah. And yeah, a lot of people would wonder, yeah, why why don't they come into a certain area of this county? So they, they have to come and approach you. That's right. Interesting. All right, Tom. Thank you yep. so much. Absolutely. All right. So just to remind everybody, the Community Day in June, June 29th. And uh, location again and time again, Tom?
1: Going to be held at the Vagabonds June 29th from 4 to 8 p.m.
0: Oh, and there's food there too. There I don't is think food we mentioned that That's before. That's right. That's the so important yeah. part. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> If there is food, they will come. Yes, <laughs> And there's going to be the wellness fair there as well. You can look in and talk to the government departments. If you have a question, it'd be a good time to ask. So, so yeah, we appreciate it. Tom, thanks for being in today. Thanks I for having it. me. I appreciate it. Yeah. We'll have to be on the pickleball court together sometime. <laughs> we will. We will do that. <laughs> Try our best. Try our best right, anyway. Right. Well, I appreciate it, Tom. And thank you very much for coming in. And, and folks, thank you very much for joining us for this segment. We are out of time, though. So if you would like to listen to this program in its entirety, you can go onto our website and do that. It would be w1 WISR680.com, and then you would pick Programs, Let's Talk, and then you can look for Tom Knights with Butler Township right there. I'm Tracy Morgan with Let's Talk. The information and opinion shared on this program are solely those of our guests and do not necessarily represent those of WISR, the Butler County Radio Network, or its staff and employees.